You are entering a space of thoughts and jokes, of echoes and analysis, a stopover from sense, a sojourn from sincerity, the cross-section between entertainment and bewilderment, a limitless void of laughter and curses from which few escape. You've just crossed the border into the spooky spot. I told my friend that there's grandmas on Chopped, and I'm like, how do you chop a grandma? And she's like, wait, are they cooking grandmas? And I'm like, obviously not. <laughs> no, you fool. They could never cook grandmas. Like, yeah, Chop goes cannibal, let's go. <laughs> New on the Food Network, starring Elton Brown. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that was just Cutthroat Kitchen. <laughs> That's what that was. Why weren't there grandmas in Cutthroat Kitchen? You just couldn't do it to them? I... <laughs> Ollie. <laughs> Alan Brown had his grandma on an episode of Good Eats once. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were making biscuits. Uh, and he was like, here's how my grandma does it. And she was like, she like dunked on him. She was like, yeah. I don't know why you're doing it like that. And she was like 90 something. Five star chef my ass. She's like, mm, you just do it. <laughs> Handful of this, grandma style. Basically. He was like, so what are you doing there? And she's like, I'm just doing it. So you make fucking biscuits. You just know. You just do it. Becca called my mom for the stuffing recipe. And she's like, a handful of that. Becca's like, how much is a handful? A handful of this. It's a handful. No, but my mom, like, sometimes she's like a big handful. Or it's not, handful's not universal for my mom. Oh, yeah. No, I feel you. Or just some of that, some of this. Yeah, Becca's yeah. like, I need, I never made this before, mother. <laughs> I feel you. I, um, once... I was making a quiche when I lived with my parents. And by that, I mean they told me to go make a quiche. Because they wanted a quiche, but they didn't want to do it. So they mm-hmm. made their kid do it, which is why they had kids. Um, yeah. And so I'm making it. And I'm like, how much cheese goes in? And my mom's like, I don't know, like a handful? <laughs> and my dad's like, as much as will fit? So, you know, both of them very unhelpful. Yes. So very unhelpful. And then I'll look like I had, like, an actual quiche recipe, and it's like, oh, you know Half a cup. Basically, yeah, it's like half a cup or, you know, a couple ounces, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound correct to what I know. Guess we can start the show. We can't. We can't? The grandmas are still on Chopped. <laughs> this episode is canceled. We're just going to go watch the grandmas on Chopped. Oh, no, grandmas. Oh, no, grandmas. <laughs> Get this show back on the road. It's true. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the spooky spot where sometimes we unintentionally are gone for a month. <laughs> It'd be like that. My name is Jess. I'm Liz. And here on the spooky spot, when we remember to show up, we talk about the Twilight Zone. And later, other things. We love the anthologies. Love those anthologies. So today, we watched uh, episode... What was it, 18? 18. It sure did have a number, yes. It sure was a number after 17. (laughs) Could have been 19, bro. Could have been, you know? Who knows? That episode title was The Last Flight. I still never fixed it in my spreadsheet. (laughs) It's The Last Fight. The Last Fight. Which... Knife fighters. <laughs> Knife liars. Yeah. Which now that we have watched it, I suppose that is also a a valid description for what happens. He does go into the last fight. Mm. Spoiler alert. But also, we're just going to completely change the format of this show, and we're only going to talk about the chopped episode where the grandmas are there. <laughs> Because all I want to talk about right now is the chopped episode with the grandmas. Sorry, on. we're changing the rules. Uh, bless the grandmas. They the love, grandmas. They all love them so much. Yeah. They're so good to them. Those judges? Kids. Just kids. They're just kids. They're just kids. They're just the kids. It's You can't judge your own grandma. And all grandmas are your own grandma. Like, that's the way grandmas work. <laughs> it's it's just You can just share them. Have you seen the pictures of um, Danny DeVito when he's cooking the pasta? Yeah. He looks like a little Nana. 
And and someone someone in the comments, yeah, was like, oh, he just looks like a, a little old nano with his, you know, farm out in Tuscany or whatever. Uh, those pictures are so good. So good, so pure. Old people cooking, so good, so pure. But mainly Danny DeVito. Also mainly, yeah, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito in the role of a Nona. Let's go. Is Nona the... Yeah, because Nana would be the, the, the female one. Hmm? Is no- Nona is a, a grandpa? I, I forget everything I know about Italian all of a sudden. No, it's Nona and Anna are both grandma. You can just... Okay. What's the word for grandpa, then? I don't fucking know. Okay. I'll look it up. Is it not, like, Nono? Nono? <laughs> hey, Nono. <laughs> um, what up, Nono? I don't know. I called mine Poppy. True. I don't even know if he was a really Italian. But my, my Italian grandmother is still Nana. Once a Nana, never not a Nana. Maybe it's Nano? I'm just saying syllables now. You really are. I'm not Italian. Oh, we know. <laughs> oh. You should know. I only have one sibling. Oh, it's gonna fuck with you. <laughs> for the for a grandma, uh-huh. It's no Nina. Wait, what? <laughs> um it's called Little Grandmother. Okay. Um, occasionally, we'll be shortened to Noni. But Noni is also the word for grandparents, plural. Yep. What do Italians call their grandfathers? No, nono? Nono? N-O-N-N-O. Yeah, because I've seen it written down. But it's Nonochi. Uh, little no, grandfather. Nanochi, my little grandfather. That's so. That's much cuter. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Oh, bless. Danny Rita would be a Nanochi. He he's he would be a little grandfather. He is a man of short stature. They're all little, even when they're huge. They're little because they're grandparents. I don't know. I wouldn't call my grandfather's little. Also, neither of them are Italians. So, well, yeah, yeah, mine weren't little either, but. I wouldn't call him Nanochi, though. I don't know. We called him Poppy. True. And then my, my Irish side was just Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah. I, um... Grandma's still kicking. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Kicking in spirit, perhaps. Um, she's like... She's like 90, and she wants to be, like, helpful and cut the grass. Oh, no, no! Yeah. Grandma, no! She lives with my uncle now in Virginia. When my grandmother broke her hip, it was when she was trying to chase the trash can. It had rolled over, it was rolling down the hill, she tried to chase it. She tripped. She broke her damn hip. Yep. And then just laid in the street cursing. Yep. Until somebody came and helped her. Yep. Oh, bless her. Grandmas, stop. <laughs> At all grandmas, just stop. Grandmas, oh my god. Alright, Nonichis, let's uh... Let's get this gingerbread. Let... <laughs> I was gonna say, let's talk about the Twilight Zone. Oh, okay, we can do that too. For all the Nonichis out there. Yeah, because they love this show. Alright, this episode starts uh, up in the clouds. <laughs> with a dude in a plane. And this is a lieutenant or lieutenant, thank you, Great Britain, for some reason having a different word. (laughs) Um, This is Lieutenant Decker. We're just going to call him fucking Lieutenant Decker because I'm not doing the British word. Lieutenant. What the fuck? What is... Why? (laughs) Why do they have that? It's it's got some kind of meaning to it, but hell if I know. I don't know. I also can't figure out if it is supposed to be... Spelled differently, or if they spell it the same way, and like how Colonel is spelled that way, and we say Colonel that way. I thought it was spelled differently. Is it? Okay. I'm pretty sure. In my subtitles on Hulu, they're still spelling it like Lieutenant, Lieutenant no, but it's... everyone's clearly saying Lieutenant, and I'm like, I don't know if there's a problem with the subtitles or what. Whoever made those subtitles were like, what? Fuck what? The what? <laughs> Clearly they're just saying it funny. Me, the... This is America. Me, the Hulu subtitle technician. I'll just fix this. <laughs> no, subtitle technician, you were wrong. <laughs> well, it happens. He's uh, flying up here on the clouds. Even though it's clear we're kind of just rocking a plane back and forth. Shh. With a fog machine. He's flying. He's flying. He's in the Air Force. He's in... 
the motherfucking the, Air Force. The Royal Air Force. No, well, it's not the Royal Air Force yet. The Royal Flying Corps. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Rod comes in and explains that, uh, this is Lieutenant Decker. It's 1917, he's out on a patrol, and damn, he lost his hell. <laughs> Get lost in the cloud? Relatable much? Mm. Haven't we all been lost in a cloud? I've never been in a plane, so no. But I mean, like... No. Sometimes it's a cloud on the inside. I stay on the ground! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sometimes it's like a metaphor. Like a, a, a cloud in your brain? Like a, like a cloud of the heart. Of or, the heart? <laughs> or a cloud of the brain. What is a cloud of the heart gonna do? Um... Give you a heart attack. I don't oh, know. Jesus. That's a clot. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a cloud. <laughs> yeah, a cloud. Yeah, duh. I'm a doctor. <laughs> so the, the narration says that a, a man can be lost not only in terms of maps and miles, but also in time. Ooh. Time, in this case, can be measured in eternities. And Hey, Rod, it's been a couple decades. <laughs> he goes forward a couple decades in time, so calm down, but okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, for this next sentence. For this very next <laughs> sentence, where we see Decker lands his plane at an airbase. What the fuck is it? Because it's, it's not a sign, but it's like a... Not a title card, either. But it's like, you know, here's... The U.S. Air Force Base in... It's a sign. Is it a sign? Yeah. Okay. I think just because of the way it pans over, I'm like, where is that sign located? <laughs> we just suddenly see it as a way of establishing where we are. Um, so he lands at Lafayette Air Base in Reims, France? Rhine? Reims? Who knows? I, again, people. I would have to know how to pronounce a thing, and mm. I don't. Um, yeah. And this was actually a, an airbase in San Bernardino, California, because heaven friend we Every, ever leave, California. Everything's in California. Everything's in California. God. So Decker is, <laughs> his plane is kind of taxiing around on the airbase, um, and a jeep immediately rolls up to him, blaring out a siren, and there's a guy on the back of it, like, waving at him to stop. Decker's looking around like, what the hell? What are you... Why are you waving at me? And he, eventually he does stop. Um, this plane that he's in was a real World War One fighter plane that was in lots of movies and such. Because back then... They had one plane for everyone. They had one plane for everyone. Well, also... Because it was the 50s, due to their close proximity to both of the wars, a lot of that stuff was still around. So if you wanted to make a movie about World War One and or Two, you could just go get that stuff. <laughs> it was like, oh, I need this old plane. Psych, it's not that old. Here it is. Not everything was decommissioned yet. Exactly. Like, nowadays, you'll hear a lot of, you know, dumbass military history motherfuckers being like, oh, you know, this wasn't the real thing that they had back ah. then. And it's like, yeah, because everything from back then is disintegrated now. Uh-huh. It's, it's disintegrated or it's in a museum, Daniel. But also, planes fucked up if true. Planes fucked up if true. Especially the old ones. Oh, yeah. So Deckard stops his plane. He gets out, and uh, this military man, Major Wilson... I think is yeah. what his name is. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember anybody's name. It doesn't matter. Um, Wilson comes up and starts talking to him, and he's like, "Who are you? Why are you dressed like this? What do you think you're doing? Like cutting off one of our airplanes while it tries to leave? What's going on?" And Decker's looking around because he doesn't know what the hell's going on, and w Wilson does that thing where when someone doesn't answer you, you just talk louder. <laughs> he's like, "Don't you know what I'm talking about?" Does he's that like, not work? Hey, are are you French? With all these questions that they're asking each other, because yeah, Decker, Decker's like, "Oh, what are you American?" And he's like, "Well, doesn't this look like an American airbase?" It reminds me of on fucking Who's Line yeah. when they play the questions game. <laughs> fucking love that game. A great game. B very hard to play when you are a bunch of kids in the high school drama class and y'all don't actually know how to improv, mm. but they're making you do it anyway. Mm. But none of you know how to do it. I would do it with my sister a lot. It's insufferable. Um, 
but yeah, it was just it was just a who's line sketch for a minute there. Decker's like, oh wow, I didn't know you Yanks were so advanced, because he he still thinks this is 1917, and that he's landed on I guess just an American airbase, because the Americans weren't in the war at that time, to my knowledge. Military pedants do not interact and tell me when America actually entered the fucking war. But it's still an American air base in France, though. Yeah, well, I mean, there's American military bases on every fucking continent (laughs) in this country because we're a horrible monster, but, Mm -hmm. you know. Wilson's like, alright, well, you're you're coming with me because you're weird. (laughs) And you're dressed like that. You're you're dressed like that in your World War One. Air Force uniform. And so he takes him to the uh, the Major General's office. And the General's sitting there at his desk working on some papers. Decker comes in and he does like a little foot stomp and a salute. As you should have in 1917. It's true, yeah. And the General's like, what the hell? Who the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Wilson starts explaining. He's like, hey, this guy showed up. And... He just I, showed up. I don't know what to do with him. I don't know. What, uh, I love how the the general like does not like Wilson. He no. just doesn't like anything that Wilson does, believes, or stands for. He's just immediately like, shut up. You, shut up. You, keep talking. talking. Ask Decker to explain himself. So Decker explains that he's uh, William Terrence Decker from the Royal Flying Corps. The wit. You mean the Royal Air Force? No. I don't. <laughs> don't try to, you know. Don't general explain to me where I came from. The general asks, okay, uh, why are you dressed like this? Is there like an air show going on? I love his intonation when Decker's like, air show? You do this for fun? The, the what? How you showed off? The general also asks if he's, you know... If there's a movie filming nearby, and he he starts getting kind of pissy because Decker like doesn't he's like what are you talking about? None of these things are the thing that uh, is happening. And he says, okay, well I thought I was landing at fifty six quadrant RFC, <clears throat> which is his home base, I suppose. But that spooks the other guys. It spooks the other guys because I feel like the implication was that this airbase got built on top of where that was. Oh, yes. I had no idea. I thought it was... <laughs> My mind went right to, like, something horrible happened there, so now that's why it's, like, famous. Maybe. Like, oh, 56. Oh, shit. Oh, sh- <laughs> Everyone died. <laughs> like, that's just where my mind went. Wasn't that that airbase where that guy went crazy? Yeah, that's the, like, my mind went to, like, the horror stories. Oh, true. That it was- makes sense that if it was built on top of that one, it makes a lot of sense, especially since Deckard landed there and he, like... He thought it was his airbase originally. Yeah. But yeah, my mind went right to like, oh yeah, everyone died or, you know, everyone got murdered there. And... 50 years ago today. Yeah, like... exactly. <laughs> 56. Like, oh yeah. no. <laughs> Gosh. Um, and so yeah, the like the general and, and Major Wilson are both like, uh. So the Major asks him what the date, in, date is and he's like, oh yeah, it's May 5th. And then they do the whole, okay, but what year thing. It slowly dawns on Decker that this is not 1917 like he says it is. And the general's like, no, man, this is May 5th, 1959. I don't know, like, they all thought Decker's uniform was like, you know, they could point it out that it was really old. Mm-hmm. How come Decker wasn't like, what's up with your really weird also uniforms? Because... I mean, they're Americans. I think he just assumes that He'd all... He'd never seen an American before. he never seen... <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, listen, it was, you know, 1917. It's very possible he had never seen an American, nor any American in uniform before. I'm fully willing to believe that. All right, all right. Yeah. All right. There's, like, this awkward thing where Decker mouths the words 1959, which is, like, a weird thing to do. Like, it would be much more, I think, believable if he just mouthed, like, what? 
But then, you know, he t- he walks away and goes, uh. <laughs> he just, like, walks, he looks at, like, the painting on the wall. And then he, he briefly sits down on the couch, which is, like, so low to the ground. <laughs> like, that's all I could notice about most of the furniture here is how low to the ground it all is for some reason. And so, yeah, the like, the general and the major are both like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? So he's like, okay, but I'm telling you that this is true. And then he looks out the window and sees like a a jet go by the window and he's like oh my god what the hell and then looks up into the sky and there's a cut to some footage of a cloud to indicate that that's what he's looking at and he's like oh that cloud up there when I went through it I couldn't hear my engine and it was like I was flying through a vacuum that must have been how I went back through time. When the fuck were vacuums invented? I mean, there's like vacuum cleaner as like an appliance, sure. Yeah. But then there's like the concept in physics of a vacuum. Yeah, but but you again, think some little dweeb in the air force would have known about that. I mean, they gotta know about like aerodynamics and stuff. Do maybe, they? Maybe they know. I mean, also, like, <laughs> they'd had planes for, like, ten years. Nobody fact-checked me on when planes <laughs> happened. Please. Your own personal friends are gonna do that. Don't worry. My own personal plane fucker is gonna write in about when planes happened. Um, <laughs> Just when they happened. <laughs> when, when they happened. You know, listen, I remember that the, the Wright bl- brothers flew... <laughs> You know, they flew in in South Carolina because that's the one thing South Carolina has. So they put it on absolutely everything about them. It's still on the fucking license plate. It's on their license plate. And the IDs. The IDs. um, Back when they made those 50... Was it North Carolina? Yeah, that's where I lived. Okay, yeah. Yeah. For a bit. You know, the... the, Carolina's is the same. Yeah. Carolinas is the same. I don't care. Which I had, I have a friend in Louisiana, and they're like, that's not, oh, I was like, oh, I'm in the South. And they're like, no, you're not. And I'm like, this is the technically the fucking South. Leave me alone. True, yeah. Any, anything <laughs> but below no. Maryland, yeah. You fucking, you talk to the Southest of the South down there, and they think it's not. And mm. I'm like, I'm gonna fight you personally. <laughs> I'm gonna come down there and fight you personally. <laughs> so whatever Carolina it is, you know, that's where planes happened, because it's the only thing that ever happened there. Carolina, don't interact. I don't know. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Just kidding. I, anyone listening in Carolina, I'm sure you're great. Whichever Carolina, again, I don't understand why But that damn plane is on everything. Is, do something else. Um, <laughs> at Dicker's just old man yells at cloud.jpg because <laughs> he doesn't know what the hell happened with this cloud. And so he's like, oh, the same thing happened to, you know... This French guy, yeah. I forget what fucking name he says. He was French. Wilson's like, what, that French fighter pilot? Like, to the general, and general's like, shut the fuck up, he's talking. Like, yeah, I guess, you know, this just happened again with some other dude. Which, I thought of it this time, and since, like, we don't learn more about the French fighter pilot, but you get the thing, like, he disappeared and never came back. What happened to him wherever he landed? Was he killed or was he like, fuck, this is great. I hate the past. Like, yeah. He could have just stayed in the future. He could have just stayed in the fucking, you know, <laughs> if I had the opportunity <laughs> to go forward, uh-huh. 40, what, like 40, 40 something years? Yeah. I'm really going to hope it's better in 40 something years. I'd hope, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But I'd still take the opportunity. Anything would be better than the darkest timeline. Pretty much. Maybe we get back to a better timeline at some point. Who knows? <laughs> Listen, please. I have to, I have to hope for one thing. Um, 2060? God, yeah, something like oh that. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Hold on. You want to know the one good thing about going forward to 2060? 69! I'd be so... <laughs> I would be that much closer to 2069. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh-huh. Oh. But what if society had changed so much by then that nobody thought that the funny sex number was funny anymore? And we, then, like... We would still know it's funny. And then, like, I go forward and I'm like, ha nice. And then everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You think the, the funny sex number's gonna get lost in the histories? 
I don't know. You think all the, the memes and the stoners are going to just forget? No. Never. <laughs> we can never forget. We can never forget. Oh, uh, I hope 2069 is a great year. It fucking better be. It better. I'm going to make it a great year. <laughs> you make it there. Okay. Oh my god, I'd be like 56 years old. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! We're how old? Too old. Too old. So Decker talks about the like funeral service he went to for the French pilot, and he's like, "Yeah, the I don't know why the cardinal was there per se. I would imagine it would be like a chaplain because I'm pretty sure a cardinal is a high-ranking church bit, official. Bit much. That's you know." I'm sure, yeah, he's a military man, you get some honors, whatever. Not the Cardinal showing up to say things, but whatever. He's like, oh, he belonged to the sky, and now the sky has taken him. <laughs> that the, bitch went to the future. The sky giveth, and the sky taketh away. What the sky give? Fighter pilots, I guess. They just <laughs> came out of the sky. That's how a fighter pilot's born. Yeah. Listen. Already born in a bomber jacket. Yep. It'd be like a great... That's my CD title. Like, yeah, album title. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dan, that'd be so good. Decker also mentions that, like, he flew in... The French guy flew into, quote, like, quote, the same cloud. And again, <laughs> I don't know how he recognized... This cloud is just going around the world menacingly picking up people. I don't know how they recognized the same cloud. It was white. It was white. The general asked, okay, well, what were you doing, like, when you flew into the cloud? And uh, Decker's like, okay, well, Mac and I, and he has General's like, who the fuck is Mac? Come on, you gotta give us all this exposition, because I don't know who you are, and neither does the audience. Decker explains Alexander Mackay is the the captain he was flying with. Decker's like, okay, well, we were flying together, and General says, um, <laughs> excuse me, Alexander Mackay is alive today. <laughs> excuse you. Uh, pardon me, he's coming here right now, what the fuck? He's like, how do you know? How did you... Hey, how do you know that he's coming here? Which, it, it, there's no evidence that Decker knew that, because he just knew this guy. But Vice Air Marshal Mackay is like coming a, to this airbase today for like an inspection. He does sound like a narc, yeah. <laughs> and Decker's like, well, that's fucking impossible. Because he did. Dun, dun, dun. I can't believe there's going to be people 69 years old in 2069. All those 2,000 babies. All those 2,000 babies get to be 69 in 2069. And because I'm an idiot who doesn't know how to do math, I don't get to be 69. <laughs> just because you don't know how to do math just means you can't be 69. Just well, because no. I don't know how to do math. Since you can't do math, then you can be 69 and 69. True, yeah, I could just pull that bullshit where people tell folks that they're 30 for, like, 20 years. Yeah, exactly. You hit an age, and they're like, okay, I'm this age now forever. Listen, I'm gonna hit 69, and then I'm gonna be 69 for the rest of my life. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So we come back from the break, and uh, the Major and the General are looking through Decker's stuff that I guess they just, I don't know, fucking took out of his plane. They just took all his stuff. They locked him up and then, like, went through his plane Mm -hmm. and took, took all his shit. The Major Major Wilson is like, hey, we could, like, fact check this and see if this is a real thing. And the general, whose name I never bothered to learn. I just know the nameplate said Major General. Yeah. I forget the Because that's his, that's his title. But forget the name name. Yeah. Well, he's just the general. It doesn't matter. There's no other generals in the episode, so he can just be the general. The general's like, yeah, I could fact check this, but it's a waste of time. And I don't feel Let's like doing not. that. Let's not and say we did. The Major's like, wow, well, it sure is, like, an elaborate joke. And the General's like, uh, no, I don't think this is a fucking joke. Like, he believes that Decker came here to assassinate Mackay. They find a gun. Because he finds a gun in his plane, which, you know, if I were a pilot in World War One, I, I would probably have a gun in my plane. Like, I probably just would have a gun in my plane, you yeah. know? you get shot down, you still got a gun. I still have a gun. I have a sidearm. Most military folks did. <laughs> it's clearly more likely that he came here to assassinate the vice admiral of the, the, of, royal, the sky. of the Royal Air Force. Of the sky. 
he wants to wait for Makai to get here and then ask him about Decker. Or, like, show him Decker and be like, hey, what the fuck is up with this? He truthing or he lying? <laughs> yeah, the major is like, okay, but I... He, like, kind of believes yeah. Decker, but, like, doesn't want to admit it. And also, B, the major just thinks he's being an idiot. So the general's like, okay, well, get the fuck out of my office. I have to do things. But then he just kind of shuffles papers around on his desk until the major leaves. Very important things. Absolutely. You know, same. I know all about just shuffling things on your desk and waiting for people to walk away. We got some shots of some planes, you know, because we're on an airbase. Check out these planes. Planes fucked up if true. Fucked up if true. And then we see the room that Decker's being held in, and it's got, like, chain link over the window so he can't jump out, I guess. (laughs) Sure. Bitch would. You know? A bitch would. A bitch would. A bitch just might. (laughs) Major Wilson comes to see him and offers him a cigarette. Decker immediately, like, wants to know why he's being held. He's like, you can't do this, it's against the Geneva Convention, which I somehow know about. Despite the fact that it has not happened yet from my time. <laughs> I know I know about being illegally detained from the year 1917. <laughs> uh, listen, we didn't fact check the episode, okay? Nobody would. We just wrote it. L- listen, you just say some words. He's like, why do I have to wait and see Makai? What the fuck? What's up with this? And uh, Wilson's like, why are you so afraid of seeing Mackay. <laughs> Decker's like, no, I'm not afraid. He said afraidly with an afraid expression. <laughs> yeah, like, the major says, okay, well, what's, uh, what was up with that white, what's up with the white cloud? About that cloud you flew into, what was up with that? Wilson asks, I just don't know how, like, a World War One fighter pilot came back here. And I would think that a reference to the concept of World War One would make Decker maybe go, hey, wait, what? I love when, like, TV shows or movies do that. Yeah. If there's, like, a concept of a time travel or something, or someone's in a coma or whatever, they're like, there was a second one. <laughs> Basically, which he says later, when they mention that Mackay was in, in the Blitz in the Second World War, he's like, that's the other war, the one that we told you about. And I'm like, why didn't we get to see that scene? Right? Where you told him that... What people back then thought was going to be the last war... The the war to end all wars. Hey, it didn't do that. We had another one, like, 20 years later. Like, what the fuck? I would much rather see him react to that. No, I don't know. (laughs) World War I fighter pilot reacts to knowing that he didn't actually fight in the last war on the planet. But also how he reacts is just to go, uh... True. (laughs) True, yeah. Yeah, they we don't get to see them telling him about World War Two. Dumb. The concept that he is from quote World War One does not seem to phase him. Mm-hmm. What did they call it back then? Was it still called World War One? The Great War. They called the it the War? Great War. War to end all wars. It's it, it was truly so incredibly awful, and yet we just did it again. Wilson's like it couldn't have happened. This it's not real. Like didn't happen. And Decker's like, well, it fucking happened. Okay, now leave me alone. And he goes and he like skulks in the chair in the corner. And Wilson Wilson asks him, it's like, do you really know Makai though? Like, what's like, what's up? Why and, do you not want to see him? <laughs> yeah. Decker says, oh yeah. Good old lead bottom. We were, you know, best friends. Whatever the hell. And yeah, Wilson's like, what the... The what? I'm sorry, the what what bottom? Excuse me? Decker explains that one day he was out with Mackay and Mackay got shot in the ass by the Germans. You know, they While just, in the plane. While in the plane, yeah. That's gotta be something. They just shot up at the, the belly of his plane, I guess, and it, it shot through right into his ass. That's something. <laughs> and Decker's like... Yeah, he probably wouldn't like it if I, like, told people about that. <laughs> I Don't tell him I said this, but... Yeah. <laughs> okay, you have to promise not to tell anybody. Narking on him from the dead. Decker explains that the the last time he saw Mackay, which is why he thinks he's dead, the last time he saw him, he was surrounded by seven German planes. And then he flew into that cloud. 
Because he was running away. Yeah. Yeah, he gets all in the huff of why do you think he's dead? And he's like, well, because I left him because I'm a freaking coward. Yeah. And it's like, calm down, buddy. Hey, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm a damn fool-ass coward. Yeah, you know, no one has ever been scared except for me, I guess. Right? Sure. Roll on his goddamn shoulders. Basically. So he's like, I left him for dead. Damn. We usually just, you know, we're flying partners, but we split up and just fuck around. Basically. Well, yeah, because he, Decker says that they were supposed to fly together, but he had convinced the two of them to fly apart. Yeah. But then later when we see old man Makai, he's like, oh yeah, we usually flew separately, but we were flying together that day. And I'm like, what's the truth? <laughs> what, what were you supposed to be doing, actually? Because you were supposed to be doing one of those things, yeah. and you were doing the other one, I guess. Yeah. Wilson's like, well, maybe he got away because he's great at flying? Like, I don't know. He was a really big hero during the Blitz in the Second World War. And Decker's like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. There's, there's too many of them. Yeah. He was like, he saved hundreds and thousands of lives. When he was flying in the Second World War. I just, I can't, I can't get over the fact that it doesn't face him that there was another World War. Decker tries to make a break for it immediately, but um, there's just an officer who's been standing outside and shoves him straight back into the room. Bless that one actor who was literally only there to give one line and then later get punched in the gut. Mm-hmm. That was probably, like, his first acting credit. I don't probably. know who that guy was. Probably. But bless him. And so, yeah, then then Wilson asks, why, okay, why are you, like, so afraid of seeing Mackay? And Decker's like, okay, because he knows me for what I am and what I am is a coward. And I always have been. And everybody in the RAF was a bunch of weenies who just, like... We, no one actually wanted to fight. We just joked and faked around, but, like, well, once they were in the planes, they were ice-cold killers, and it's like, you can't, hey, you can't prove that. They could have been fucking scared as hell in those planes, you don't know. I would hope all of them were. I would believe so, yeah. I, <laughs> I love how he says, he's like, yeah, like, Makai would go out and look for trouble and I would just like float up in the clouds for a little bit until I could fake and and come back and it would be fine. Weenie Hut Jr. Uh, Super Weenie Super Royal Air Force Jr. (laughs) Like damn if I were the Germans I'd be looking out specifically for that guy and be like (laughs) oh he's gone up into the clouds quick get some (laughs) Oh, he's not out patrolling. He has no partner to fly with. Oh, get him. Yeah, Decker just keeps going on in his uh, coward's monologue here. And he's like, oh, I thought about, hey, maybe I'd let myself get captured and just spend the rest of the war as a, a cushy POW because the pilots always got the best treatment. But even that was, like, too much for me. How'd the pilots always get the best treatment? Like, I feel like that was a thing because... Did you ever watch Blackadder? No. Okay. Blackadder was a great show. Yeah. Um, and in the last, like, series that they did, because basically kind of the conceit was that Rowan Atkinson plays Blackadder. Yeah. Who's this guy. And then in every series is a different time period, but he's, like, the same dude kind of reincarnated every time. So he's always just kind of, like, a, a shifty ne'er-do-well. And in the last one, they are they're some guys in fighting in World War One, and they spend most of the time is is in the trench. But there's a couple episodes that involve a guy from from the Royal Air Force, and yeah, I I think they go fly, and I think they wind up getting captured, and that's like a a whole episode, except I think it, there's like a dungeon they wind up in. Like they don't they are not treated well, but you know that's that, a TV show. That's all. This is also a TV show. Yeah. Like so you can write however you want exactly. how they get treated. So, like, I, I don't remember what the actual case was of what happened to hmm. to pilots, but Decker here insists that they, they got good treatment, I suppose. I would trust Rob to know some facts about I, that. I guess. I don't know. It just, this whole episode, because it involved, you know, a World War One fighter pilot just made me think of Blackadder. 
just gonna go watch Blackadder Goes Forth now. Do-do-do-do-do. Great. Decker's like, one time, I even just, like, shot a bunch of bullets into my cockpit <laughs> so the other guys would be impressed that I got shot at. Um, He's really trying. Love that, like, good, good imposter syndrome. <laughs> like, imposter syndrome, but he also, like, put a lot of work into it. Yeah. Um... And he's like, I, you know, gotta keep up this delu- delusion. I gotta. Wilson, I think just, he doesn't know Makai at all, but he's like, oh, I'm sure Makai would understand. And it's like, no. Because I fucking left him for dead in the hands of the Germans 40 years ago. Your friends don't just forgive you for that. No. So when we meet Makai, he seems like he did. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's actually really interesting because we don't know what Makai's opinion of him, like, was when Decker just vanished. Yeah. Like, if Decker just vanished and uh, Makai probably fucking died, is probably 100% Decker was right, the thing that happened. But yeah, when he comes back and he's a big damn hero, like, Makai looks upon him favorably. I wonder if Makai had a different opinion of him before. If he was like, man, that motherfucker... I, I gotta go out on patrols with that bitch. He doesn't do shit. I think since they both agreed they could split up, they're like, like, Makai would be like, oh, yeah, I, kinda, I know my friend's a coward. I'm just gonna let him go have fun. I like, guess. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, so Wilson's like, well, maybe he didn't die because maybe somebody helped him. Decker's like, but there was nobody around for 50 miles. <gasps> oh, no, what if it was me? I helped him. What if I helped him? What if... What if the cloud brought me here to the future? I can't even fucking say this without laughing. What if the cloud that brought him here brought him here for a reason? So he could learn a lesson. So he could learn that he had to sacrifice himself from a guy to save thousands of people in World War II, I guess? He doesn't even know he's sacrificing himself. He really doesn't, yeah. Spoiler, he dies. Spoiler alert, the Germans do get him when he comes back in time. Yeah. Through the cloud again. But he's like, I had to come here for a reason to see that Max survived so that I could go back in time and make sure that Max survives. And not be a coward anymore. Uh, Exactly. And the Major's like, that's fucking absurd. And I don't know what a time travel paradox is because it's 1959 and I'm in the military. Well, you know, 1917 military boys catching on real quick. It's true. Yeah. This, uh, 1917 man immediately understands the complex intricacies of, of stable time loops. He's I suppose. Gung-ho for it. And so Decker's like, okay, well, I'm just going to cold clock you and also the <laughs> officer standing outside and I'm gonna go do it. I'm gonna make this time loop happen. Yeah, he uh, runs outside and we get to see one, one woman in this episode one. on her way into the general's office. And yeah, Decker takes off running through the airbase looking for his plane. Looking like a damn fool. <sighs> running just so bad. Just keep your arms to your sides when so, you run. Just keep your arms. Or, or, you know, like in front of you. Yeah. Like... Not just a spread eagle. Yeah. Don't just... just Flap him around. Flying around in the wind. They do just, like, he just, they just flap. They just yeah. fucking flap. <laughs> I now have to believe that people in the Air Force don't know how to run. Because <laughs> of the first episode? Because of the boy in the first episode and Decker here. I have to believe that they can't. They can't. Did, wasn't there another Air Force boy recently? Like, it was an Air Force episode, but it was an Air Force boy. Wouldn't the guys who crashed on Earth, wouldn't they count as Air Force men? Did we ever see them run? We can't prove it. No, it was too hilly to run. They couldn't do it. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't do any running. Never mind. I mean, two examples. I would say. Yes. Yeah. Both running like fools. Makes a rule of running like fools. Yeah. Um, you know, not knowing where you are, running around like an asshole. Yeah. Arms in the wind. Arms akimbo, <laughs> looking for your antique plane. Um. I almost wondered for a second why he doesn't take one of the more advanced planes, but then he probably, like, wouldn't know how to fly Oh, yeah, no, those are scary. Yeah, no, that's... It's full of computers and such. That's loud and scary, and how do you even open it? Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, speaking of loud and scary, like, a helicopter lands nearby, and Decker, like, the noise spooks him, and he's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Eventually, he does find his plane, and he he goes to hop in, but then has to well, get no, out. I think I don't think he goes to hop in. I think maybe before you tur- like you started to spin the the propeller, you had to like 
start it or like push a button or something. Oh yeah, probably. Maybe there was like a lock. It I makes sense. Again, I'd I'm have... I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. That he remembered how his plane worked. Sure. I'm, okay. giving, I'm giving him that. Again, in order for me to know what he was doing, I would have to know how that plane worked. Yeah. And that would mean I would have to care about planes. Yeah, I would hope that no one could just go around spinning propellers and they just fucking start willy-nilly. Like, I would hope there's a key or a button or something. Yeah, or you have to pull a thing and it puts fuel in the thing. Something. Some shit. Because a stiff breeze could start that. You know? (laughs) And then your plane is on. And and there's no one inside. And off he goes. Yeah. Well, you know, which, hey, let the planes be free. Free the, free the planes. Free the planes. 1917. <laughs> free the planes. 19 K 17. Oh gosh. Um, so yeah, he. Uh, so yeah, he he has to go start the propeller. He starts up the propeller. He gets it rolling. He hops in the plane, and then oh, he has to punch a dude first. A oh little, yeah, a little MP. A uh, you know, like a. <laughs> He's not like an MP, he's wearing like a jumpsuit, so he's like a grease monkey or some shit. I think they can do both. Sure, why not? I think. He punches out another dude. He has punched three total dudes now. Um, While he's been running, we've seen uh, Wilson come to and book it out the door as well. Yeah. So Wilson catches up with him, and he's got a gun. He's got a gun. And he's like, hey, no. (laughs) You shut this off. (laughs) I just... I. Yeah, they can shut it off, so there has to be an on button. I guess, yeah. Okay, okay. We, fi- we figured out planes. Sure. All right. Plane- we solved planes. <laughs> we solved them. <laughs> and so, Wilson's like, you stop this fucking plane right now, don't you go anywhere. And so, Decker's like, you don't understand, he has to live so that he can save all those other people. It's like, it's he ha- it, he's gotta... Like, if he dies, then thousands of other people in your World War II will also die. Like, he's still out here thriving. I saved that. <laughs> exactly. And so, my, my, how genre savvy of you, William Terrence Decker. Wilson's not convinced. He's like, you stop this fucking plane, or I'm gonna fire. I'm gonna shoot you. He seems a little convinced to me. Like, he, he threatens to shoot, but he's like, I don't, I knew he wouldn't do it. Like, yeah. on the basis of a story, yes, I knew he wouldn't do it. But also, like, he didn't seem mad. He's just like, please... Please? I don't want to do this. <laughs> Maybe. And I love Decker's response here when he's like, well then fire. Cause it's... I'd rather die. Well, it... we're going to go back to Twilight Zone's memes briefly, <laughs> where it is, guess I'll die, but with the energy of then perish. Then I guess I'll perish. <laughs> Cause it's not like the hopelessness of guess I'll die. Yeah. But it's got the it's got the power move of then perish. I want to say like just because there's a gun, I want to be like, what are you gonna do? Shoot me? But in those memes, they always get shot. It's true. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that one. No. <laughs> so yeah, off he goes, and um, and his plane made out of balsa wood and sheet metal, whatever the fuck they were made out I'm, of. He's got one propeller. I don't know how he goes anywhere. Uh, planes fucked up, if true. So fucked up. So fucked up. And uh, yeah, Wilson just watches him go and. Puts away his sidearm. And then later, <laughs> Wilson's standing in the general's office and the general's just like, hey, you fucked up. And I hope you know that. <laughs> okay. Wilson's like, yeah. Yeah. The way, so the general's like, man, your your thought process just really eludes me. But the way he says elude <laughs> is really interesting because it's, I think this actor is American, but that's not the way an American says elude. He's a sleeper cell right there. He could, very well could be. <laughs> a secret Brit. The quote unquote American. Exactly. Because, yeah, he's like elude. Which also. Well, you can be born in America, but grow up in England. Yeah. Know? And you can have, you know. Yeah. Linguistic traits from, from wherever you've been. It's actually interesting um, when. The Major and Decker are talking earlier. You can tell that the... Like, Rod doesn't know some of the like idiosyncrasies of, like, British English. Because Wilson says, like... Like, he could have... Fuck, I really wish I could remember. But it's like... When Americans say, like, oh yeah, he might have... The way it works in British English is they'll go, oh, he might have done. Because, like, it's... They have that extra you know oh my gosh, yeah which that's 
Australian inherited that from British English. But Decker in the script says, yeah, he might have also. An American wrote that script because a Brit would have said, <laughs> yeah, he might have done. So I, I don't know. It's, you, there's some, some odd things. You tell an Australian they sound British, they don't believe you. <sighs> Listen. It's like, hey, guess, guess. Okay. Guess, l- guess what? Hey, guess what? Guess what Australia is. <laughs> hey, guess, guess what? <laughs> guess what? But yeah, okay. Sound a little bit British is all I'm saying. That, that happens a lot. Yeah. In a lot of different shows. Like, even like a little pleb like me could pick it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, an American wrote all of this. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with Which, no help from anybody else. <laughs> no. And then I guess nobody no the no Brit on set said, "Hey, we don't talk like that." Hey, no. that's not our phrasing. No. That's illegal. It's f- mm. <laughs> mm. 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 me the linguistics police. <laughs> hey, stepping in here. Hey, to tell you that it's not illegal. Hey, and you should be allowed to correct a script if it's not like properly. That guy on YouTube, he'd be a linguist police. Oh. Linguist police. I mean, that's He's that, that goes against the very spirit of linguistics is to police it. That's not what are you talking about. That's not what it's you about. You love policing language. <laughs> I don't police. I'm joking. I don't police. I'm joking. I know. I just need it on the recording that I don't police. No police in this household. Thank you. No cops at my house. Not even language cops, especially not language cops. We saw that that hot siren that that flashing light earlier in the window and the cat wanted to get it and that's the closest we've come to contacting the police it's true yeah (laughs) cops pulling somebody over outside is the closest i want cops to my house and even then too much too much don't disturbing my peace exactly why are you pulling them over what did they do (laughs) anyway (laughs) anyway so you know wilson's thought process eludes the general (laughs) but uh before you can really you know give him a real yelling at, I guess. Uh, in comes Vice Air Marshal Mackay. You know, they both say hello. How do you do, sir? Welcome to airbase. <laughs> Which Mackay, I like, when Mackay enters, since he's a Vice Admiral, I don't, I don't, I only know slightly some of the rankings. I don't know what the fuck a Vice Admiral is. Mm-hmm. But no one, like, you know, stands to attend. No one, like, well, no. Wilson salutes him, but then he shakes his hand, and I'm like, that seems a little backwards. I think Mackay, like, puts out his hand to shake. Yeah. Which is not military behavior. Yeah. That may- seemed very odd to me. Maybe Mackay just doesn't give a shit about being a military man. It's true. He's old now. He can shake whoever's hand he, he wants. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> which, when I was doing what little research I did. <laughs> very little. Little. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> There's only really, like, a couple notes for this on the Wikipedia. Uh-huh. One of them being, like, that's a real World War One plane. And the other one being, I forget who is of similar rank. I want to say it's, like, the General and Mackay are technically on the same rank. Yeah. So, like, the General does not need to call him Sir. Yeah. But he does. I think that's just because he's older. Yeah, but, like, you know, internet pedants were, like... Oh, yeah, they're technically of the same rank, so you well, should should be calling him sir. That's a problem with the script. And I'm like, pedancy, pedancy. Who fucking gives a shit? You can call whoever you want, sir. You can do whatever you want. It's literally always better to be more polite than than less polite. Yeah. And you know, the general made such a big fucking deal deal about him being the vice air admiral, whatever the hell. <laughs> Who gives a shit, big air man? Nice. Admiral Air Marshal? Vice Marshal, yeah. Mar- Admiral is a, a Navy one. Is it? I believe Admiral is a, is a Navy one. I have no idea. So Marshal, he's a Vice Air Marshal. I have no idea. No I idea. just wanted to say the word Admiral because I like it. Um, I, I have no idea the ranking. Neither do I. We talk, we've talked about this at least twice before where we don't know how rankings work. No. Yep. Yeah, Mackay comes in, they say other hellos, and he, he takes a seat. And Wilson can't play it cool for fucking three no. seconds. Do you? No. How do you know William Decker? Uh, yeah. And he's like, um, you mean my best good friend, Terry Decker? Yeah. He saved my fucking life. <laughs> yeah, then it's, it's that thing where Decker said that they were supposed to fly together, and Max says that they... Usually flew apart, and I don't know which one it's supposed to be, but okay. Um, 
It's a mystery. As you know, whatever. So they were flying together, and then they got ambushed by like ten Germans. And um, yeah, Makai explains, yeah. Terry, like, flew away, and I'm pretty sure he was leaving me for dead. He does say it with, like, a fond recollection. He's, He's like, like oh. yeah, he was leaving. You know, he was lighting out on me. He was just gonna leave me to die. Like, he was such a fucking coward. I love that man. Classic Terry. Classic Terry. Uh, and he flew off into a cloud. <laughs> a white one? Was it a white one? A white cloud, sir? <laughs> the- We've heard some people say some dumbass things. <laughs> some dumb things uh-huh. on this show. Uh-huh. But... A white one? Asking if it was a white cloud. I like to Wilson. Belie- I like to believe that all the clouds back then were off-white. <laughs> and this one was special. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was a white cloud. And Micaiah's like, yeah, I guess it was a white cloud. Glad he's the only one not in on it. He's like, sure. He's like, yeah, he went up in the cloud, but like a a minute later he came back and he was shooting up the Germans. Just rattling away and he he got three of them. Before they got him. And yeah, Terry mentions fighting three Germans in his fake story that he tells. So, you know, he did it. Wilson's like, oh, wow. So he did get back. That's great. Just saying this out loud for no one else's context. Yeah, no chill. He's just like... Oh, gosh, wow. How is he in the military? How is he, like, a major in the military? (laughs) That's so true. The general's like, hey, uh, did the Germans, like, usually bring back a guy's stuff after they killed him? And... Yeah, now he's in on it, too, and he's, like, curious. Exactly. So he's like, yeah, like... Let's corroborate this. Hold on. Makai's like, yeah, but they didn't bring back Terry's stuff. And then our general's like, oh shit, is it because it's all in my desk? And he dumps it out of the manila envelope that he has. Makai, like, picks up his, his ID and takes a look at it, and he's like, where'd you get this? What is... Whomst? <laughs> Housed? Hoodoof? <laughs> God. And so Wilson's like, all right, well, we'll tell you. But I think you better sit down, lead bottom. And, like, what a power move to just call him shrapnel ass. Like, <laughs> right to this man's face. Uh, yeah, legit. He's, like, 30 years older than you. And you just fucking call him lead bottom. You t- God, it's like a slide whistle. <laughs> like, like, what? I, like, and since when he was being held prisoner, he was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have told you that. I wonder if, like, did he say all the guys called him that or just... I think only Decker called him Yeah, so him that. It might, that nickname would have died with Decker, I think. Or at least the rest of his platoon, which wouldn't have told anybody else either. Exactly. Yeah, so. God. Haven't heard that name in 30 years. Lad Bottom. 40. <laughs> Takes a long drag on cigarette. <laughs> uh, God. I'm Terry Decker. I know him. <laughs> Haven't heard that name in 40 years. Um... Rod brings us home with a a nice Shakespeare quote that there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than can be dreamt in your philosophy. And there are more things in heaven and earth and the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Slaps the roof of a car. <laughs> this bad boy can fit more things than are dreamt of in your philosophy. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a good post. Mm. So did you like this episode? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Just a little simple episode. True. I liked this episode more than I thought I would. Because I thought it was going to be more like man comes to the future and then like marvels at the U.S. military or something. Like, that's kind of what I assumed would happen. We know Rod doesn't like them. I, I know, but like... I just I I think I assumed yeah it would be more about him discovering what had happened while he had been gone and or looking at some big planes or something I don't know and then something from the past would have to inform how they should behave in the future I don't fucking know what I thought it was gonna be but I liked that it was just like this really small intimate story about this one man learning to do the right thing it's yeah yeah it was good not much to say about that we just liked it yeah 
liked it more than a <laughs> slot machine man. Yep. Tell you that much. Do you want to hear what we're watching next week? Sure. Or next time? I don't fucking know if it's going to be next week. Who knows? Probably. It's, I would hope so. Just, I never know. So next time we'll be watching episode 18, which sure is the number that comes after 17. Oh, fuck. No, we watched 18 this time. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I already fucked up. <laughs> oh, no. All right. We're watching episode 19. <laughs> 19. Uh, you tried to make... You made the joke in the beginning and then you just screwed yourself over. You tried to be cool again, but you're not. And now everyone knows. Now everyone knows. Everyone knows. Everybody knows. Um, so we'll be watching episode 19, The Purple Testament, in which an army lieutenant... Oh, God. Uh, something was on Rod's mind, Okay. Just, you know, line up these these army episodes. An army lieutenant serving in World War II has the ability to see who will die. Nice. Spoiler alert, it's everybody because you're fighting in World War II. What the fuck? Okay. Was he like, get a conscience and he's like, I can't send you out there, you're gonna die. Maybe that there's like two or three episodes that are like that where there's guys fighting in war and then they're suddenly like oh war is bad actually oh gosh <laughs> which you know that's fine that's a good conclusion to come to oh um what? we got a review on iTunes oh 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 so I'm uh gonna read it here on the air okay so this is from uh iTunes user FPF the title of the review is just 27 cents a gallon with like three question marks. <laughs> yeah, same. <clears throat> True. And it goes a little something like this. A one, a two. <laughs> <laughs> JK, how do you like discussions of the themes and politics of the Twilight Zone episodes, reviewing choices made in Sterling's Hallmark spooky anthology series with an eye towards how they re- resonate today? How about heckling the protagonists of Twilight Zone episodes for their dubious decision making? It's my or, brand. True. Or how about getting super mad about how little everything cost in the 50s? The spooky spot has it all. And also a lot of talk about cryptids. I recommend trying episode uh, Ready Player One before the 30s, which has a great mix of goofs and earnest discussion on how the show deals with the pressures on women in film. Which is a, that's a good review. It's great. Thank you, friend. We haven't talked about cryptids in a while. That's true, yeah, we haven't. Maybe next episode. There's too much military to talk about the fucking cryptids. <sighs> Local cryptid. I don't want them anywhere near each other. <laughs> Local cryptid white cloud that brings men through <laughs> I, time. Truly, truly. When I was saying it earlier, like, you know, it's the same cloud going around the world taking people. That's a cryptid. That would be a cryptid, yeah. That's a worldwide cryptid. You can't prove that he's there or not. Yeah. You don't know. It's a white one. Watch out for that. Damn. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> if you out there would like to leave your thoughts on the iTunes. We love the reviews. You can do that. I'll. The I'm... iTunes are anywhere. It's true, yeah. The, <laughs> the iTunes or the anywhere. I mean, if you leave it on iTunes, then it's for other people to see. And if you send it directly to us, either at the Spooky Spot on Twitter or SpookySpotPod at gmail.com. There we go. Got those in nice and smooth. (laughs) Nice. Um, I mean, if you send those directly to us, then only we see them. But if you put them on the iTunes, other people will see them. And then they'll go, oh, gosh. They sure heckle those protagonists. (laughs) Yes, we do. That we do. Love to heckle. That's why we made this. (laughs) Yeah. We heckled so much, we thought we should heckle publicly. (laughs) Who would like to join in the heckling? True. I've heckled so much, I'm ready to go pro. This is going pro, isn't it? Exactly. Is it not? Is it not going pro? Are we not going pro? Okay. (laughs) Stop. The intro narration that we have is done by my friend Tamara. You can find her on Twitter and Tumblr if she's still around on that platform. Um, who knows? Whoever wants to stay on Tumblr. Exactly. Uh, 
Total Spiffage. It's uh, her tag. You can find her on the internet. You can also hear me talking on the podcast Loopin' Lottery, which you can find on the internet. Mm. And that two episodes ago, you talked about planes. Yeah, we wind up talking about planes a lot on that show. <laughs> There's frankly, just too much, frankly. I never listened to it, but too much. <laughs> I would also maybe say too much. <laughs> and I'm there. You are there. I'm, I'm there. And I have to <laughs> talk about the planes, I guess. Fucked up if true. Planes. <laughs> Fucked up if true. <laughs> All right, well, until next time, stay spooky.